0: Welcome to an advanced edition of ARG Presents. I am Amigo Aaron, joined by a man who I simply refer to as Game Man Simple, the Brent. What? what? Yeah, game Man Simple. What? You're not a boy and What's... you're not that advanced.
1: Yeah, but you didn't change the word game. Well, you <laughs> do still play games.
0: Game uh... Man uh... Simple. That's you. Don't mock my intro. Just introduce yourself.
1: Oh my goodness, Aaron! That that I'm not gonna say that's your worst ever, but it's Game up there. Man it's up simple. there. So like caveman. <laughs> you came up with that one? No, on the spot, that, didn't I worked
0: you? on that one for weeks. Oh, I wrote that down. in uh, a notebook for
1: these things. How's it going this week, Brent? Uh, you know, it's been a week. Uh, this is what we're a month into our quarantine. I don't know, I don't know what we're doing. And uh, uh, I'm starting to feel it now. My, my motivation to learn and to grow has has shrunk to nothing.
0: <laughs> Urge to learn so, shrinking. I told you, it. game man simple. You're getting dumber as yeah. this thing goes on. And that's a, that's a low bar, my friend. Well, Brent, you know, we spun the wheel last week. We made the deal. As you can see there on the screen. This week, we'll be playing games from the Game Boy Advance. Portable yes. Nintendo console. One of my favorite. Why by is the way? that, Britt? Tell I never had one of these things, but you had one for a long time. What was the appeal?
1: I did. This was a a, a special time for the Game Boy era. Uh, this had a lot of really good games, and they weren't just good games. There was a very diverse uh group of games out there i think people were hungry to uh create stuff for the game boy and and the original game boy as great as it was it was very limiting Uh, i mean there was some things that you just could not do uh with the screen the way it was so when this thing came out there uh i think people were really itching to get on board with this and threw a lot of quality stuff out there and now. Just like any system, there's a lot of crap for this thing, too. Uh, But I remember, this was probably the console I owned the most games for. I think I owned eight games, outside of the PC, of course, uh, in the realm of consoles. You know, I remember the GBA. Was it the first
0: of the Nintendo portables that eventually you could get from
1: uh, Nintendo that was backlit? Uh, no. Uh, there were versions, I believe, of the Game Boy Color that were backlit, at least in Japan. That that made a huge um, difference.
0: When I no, they made there were GBAs that were not backlit. The first ones were not, right?
1: Yeah, mine wasn't yeah. backlit. Uh,
0: that, you know, my problem <clears throat> with the Game Boy series was the the ones that you couldn't get that were, of course. Granted, this is early on. Uh, but uh, n- not having those things be backlit, was uh, that was one of the
1: things I was not down with. It, it was all about battery life. Uh, they allowed for such a huge battery life. I mean, my GBA ran on, on what, two batteries? I'm trying to remember back. And I could play it forever. You
0: know, I, mean, here's, I remember borrowing your GBA for a band trip or something one time. And I, I took this sucker, and I was like, man, I got Street Fighter Alpha. I got uh, Tony Hawk. I'm golden. I'm ready to rock and roll. And I remember getting on the freaking bus and sitting down with that sucker and flipping it on. I couldn't see crap. It was. <laughs> I could I was like, "This sucks. I can't play this darn thing." I'm putting a hood over myself, looking like a geek on a band bus. Not a no easy task to stand out <laughs> geek wise. I'm like, I can't see this thing. So that. I mean, that, that, do you recall the the, the first official Nintendo? Portable that had was backlit. Right off the top of your head,
1: like I said, I'm pretty sure the Game Boy Color had Japanese systems that oh, were backlit. Oh, yeah, and
0: I'm talking America was because the Game Boy Color was uh, not backlit. Here was I don't remember seeing one. Maybe later on.
1: Mm, I don't believe it was. Yeah. Uh, I can't say with it any uh, a surety, but I'm pretty sure ours were not up until. You know, much 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 later, and I don't think the Game Boy Color now, ever had one officially.
0: Well, you know, we've they've had, there there were you've got your Game Boy, your Game Boy Color, your Game Boy Advance, and your DS and your uh, 3DS. Uh, which one of these do you think was the standout handheld of its era?
1: For me, it was the Game Boy Advance, but that's personal. Um, that's that's my own personal experiences. Shining it was very through. popular. Probably the the uh, the the the. the the th- the uh the DS was a really good system. Yeah. Uh having the two screens opened up a lot of possibilities. Um but I really at that point I, the game had changed so much uh it was less impressive to be an impressive handheld. If yeah, that makes I any sense.
0: I mean, now you of course you played a lot of games on this thing. Uh, do you recall the, the the big hits on this system? I've got a list here. I was just going to kind of run through a couple of these to see if you'd played them. Uh, of course, there were some Zeldas released on this thing, and I remember hearing a lot about this game, The Minish Cap. Did you ever play that one?
1: Uh, I, I, I didn't. I didn't play any of the portable Zeldas, uh, which is kind of funny. I, Golden Sun was probably my favorite game on uh, the Game Boy Advance, of yeah, course, well regarded. Street Fighter Alpha 3 was a, a technical marvel, yeah. uh, along with, you know, I had a lot of portable-friendly games for this, uh, you know, I had a Monopoly that was something that, was it a great game? No, it was Monopoly, but it was a great portable game. And that's something a lot of people don't think of when they're thinking of great games on yeah. systems. You can pull it out. You can play four or five turns while you're sitting on the bus or while you're, uh, you know, at lunch or something. Save it. Put it yeah. away. And, and you don't you don't feel like you lose anything like that. It's a way to kill five ten minutes. And uh, for portable games, that's something that's important. Being able to do that. And it. it Something that was great with all the Game Boy systems was you could get in and out quickly, and that mattered. Yeah, oh you know? yeah, for portability. I think that is something that you know. Uh, yeah, I think that's something that really hurt uh, some of the 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 PSP and the disc-based systems, uh which I also owned way after right. the fact. It was tough to get in and out of those things yeah. quick. Yeah, you've got a point
0: there, man. I have. I've got a PSP myself. And I never use the disc in it. You know, I've got a I've got a jury-rigged memory card, whole nine yards. But even still, you don't just pop right into the game. There's a bunch of baloney you got to go through. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, the uh, the GBA, I liked the feel of it. Uh, I liked the fact that they added yes. the shoulder buttons. You know, that that meant a lot. Yeah. You could have more advanced games. You could have uh, stuff like arcade ports that were closer to what they were. You know, initially. Uh, I I I I didn't play a ton of games on it, but I did like playing like, I mean the 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 Nintendo standouts. Your Mario's uh, played fine on this thing. I remember playing. uh, It was like Mario Land or something like that. Uh, I know a lot of people played uh, Advanced Wars on this, which it's not necessarily my but I know tons of my friends played it. You know, so
1: yeah, that was another really great game. Sort of ran it
0: ran the gambit uh, when it comes to uh, what this thing played. Now. You'll recall, Brentster, that uh, we this is our second go-round on the GBA. Uh, This came up on our Retro Rewind last week. The first time around, we sort of touched this last week, we played a couple unusual titles uh, in uh, Wade Hickson's Counterpunch and uh, Urban Yeti, which was an absolute dud.
1: No, it was great. I agree. You know, one
0: thing Nintendo systems have always had, I guess all machines have had this, you've got this layer of garbage, or, or uh, in, it wasn't even, in, it was just low-level crapola that sort of inhabits uh, the, the, uh, the these games. Well, often product placement stuff, or stuff that it, uh, connected with a movie or a TV show that just just didn't put a lot of effort into. But I'll have to say, of all the garbage I've played, uh, urban yeti stands out in a different way because it seems like they sort of put some effort into something it just their effort sucked that's i the way i can
1: describe it again as i've said before about urban yeti it was it was it filled a a very niche market for those campy style games i'm not saying urban yeti was the best thing ever it certainly was no. not uh but it it's popular, man. Well, it's popular, and I I think that really some of the games we looked at this week uh, kind of are in that same vein. Well, so. we
0: should go ahead and, and get into it, uh, Brenner. I think I'm going to lead the the show this week. Uh, and now you okay. know, here's the thing. Uh, I want I picked my game like right out of the gate last week. You
1: were excited to pick
0: it, yes? Because I, I in fact, I, you know, it's funny. I almost picked a pinball machine for um, a couple weeks ago. I almost picked pinball machines a couple times because I, and I know people love it when I cover pinball machines on here. Uh, but uh, so anyway, I didn't go into my, I didn't go into GBA thinking about pinball. But I'm looking over lists of games because my knowledge of the GBA is so low. And lo and behold, i am looked at this list of games like Forgotten Classics that people don't think about anymore, but were really great games. And that's how I came upon my entry this week, which was the Pinball of the Dead. Ooh. yeah, I think that's scary. Pinball coming out. I thought you... Anyway, the Pinball of the Dead, Brent. Uh, this game... Uh, is a pinball tribute, uh, to the House of the Dead series, uh, developed by WoW Entertainment, Brent, uh, the powerhouse Sega developer, which I'll get get into them in a little bit. Uh, they're responsible for, amongst other things, uh, they did, they did pretty much the typing of the Dead series on all the ones that are available on the PC. They did Sports Jam. Remember when we used to play that back in the day? Oh, yeah. They were responsible for House of the Dead 3. Uh, Giant Grand 2K, which is a uh, all Japan pro wrestling game, I play on the uh, I play the Dreamcast, uh, Sega Bass Fishing 2, and Sega GT. They so they were they were working on a lot of like pretty big titles uh, in Japan. There published in America uh, or in Japan by Sega and America. They teamed up with THQ to publish this one. Uh, came out in, in June 18th of 2002 here in the states. We actually got it before Japan, which is unusual. Uh, so, a little bit about Wow Entertainment. Again, this this was a pretty. Th- they didn't just shovel this off into some st- duds. Uh, this was a this was a, uh, a a development company that Sega owned. Uh, they ra- it started it up in 2000 and it, it only ran until 2003 when they merged. It was another outfit, uh, but it was it was basically the Sega Software R and D Department One, which is kind of neat. Uh, so, they, and they, so, they didn't just put a bunch of losers on this, they actually put a real outfit on it. So, had you played this before, before I get into it?
1: Oh, absolutely absolutely No, no, I hadn't played this
0: one. eh? Okay, so, Mm -mm. in a nutshell, what you've got here is, again, a pinball game for the GBA based on the Sega House of the Dead light gun games. Now, I like, I like some of these light gun games, uh... So I, I'm actually sort of familiar with them. I played the first couple. Also, the, the, uh, there was a really cool one for the uh, Wii that was like a grindhouse version. I really enjoyed that one, too. So I came into this knowing something about the series. Uh, you also, uh, you know, aside from the fact that it's tied into the series, I guess you've got some samples and some creatures in there that are and some music that is from the series, which I recognized a couple things. Uh Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the uh, so when you open up Pinball the Dead, oh, I, I want to mention something. This game I had trouble emulating, Brent. <laughs> if you could believe it, I could not use NAS yeah, I... to emulate this. I had to go get a uh, specialty PC emulation set up to play this. Did you have that similar situation?
1: I, I, it crashed whenever you actually hit into that's, anything in the that's menu. That's right. I
0: had the same problem. Yeah. And I thought the. Remember, we joked last week how easy it would be to emulate this stuff, and lo and behold, I picked yeah. a game that wouldn't emulate. It's driving me absolutely yep. crazy,
1: man. I, I had to uh, go on the great search yeah. as well. So,
0: so let's talk about let's get to the nitty gritty. This game pops up. You get sort of a uh, like a low res digitized scene here of crap going down. Now, I not knowing as uh, much about the uh, uh, the actual story. From what I read, it's the same story as as in House of the Dead 2. It's two years after the uh, Kurian problem in the mansion uh, that from the first House of the Dead and a man named Goldman, uh, who's in charge of him, infests the city with zombies. you got to stop him pinball style. Um, you get three tables, Brent, to play with, and, uh, and you get a, uh, a control method on these that is Okay. Uh, what you've got here is, of course, if you picture a GBA in your hands, uh, pinball can be uh, tricky on controls. I probably would have set it up a little bit different, but the, 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 the uh, setup they've got right out of the gate, it, you get used to it. It's one of those deals where you use the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, you've got the flipper. The flipper is a couple different things. You can use the, uh, your up, down, left, right, one of those keys to flip the right, the right side and a button to flip the left. You can also fully, um, you could also change the controls if you want, which is good. It's also got a nudge button, you know, so you can sort of like whack the machine with your gut, uh, like, like what we do in a real machine. Um, the, uh, three, the three different pinball machines it features uh, are, I would say they're diverse. Let's go with that. Uh, they're called Wandering, Movement, and Cemetery. Now, these names are kind of... I mean, I wouldn't release a, a machine in the arcade under those names. But I don't know why. So, and I, I, I'm assuming... What, you don't want to go some,
1: play the hottest new pinball machine, yeah. Movement?
0: <laughs> Especially that machine, where there's little <laughs> movement involved. But we'll get to it. Uh, so, let's just... I'm just going to go into these and talk about the, the tables a little bit, Brent. Um, okay. Wandering... Uh, It's a machine where you've got a, there's like a pyramid-looking shape at the top. uh, And these tables are made up of like three layers of table, effectively. It's the old scrolling uh, pinball table, a la uh, Alien Crush, Devil Crush, and and, uh, some of these games. Uh, Metroid was one that I'd played like this. So you've got, it's sort of that style of pinball where they make the tables much larger than they can be in real life with sets of flippers to, you know, three or four sets of flippers to play with. And these tables are all like that. So Wandering has, a like, a pyramid shape at the top with, like, zombies spinning around on it. Then the big feature in the middle of the, uh, of the play field is a clock face. Uh, and when you... These games all have a skill shot when you flip the ball into play where you uh, hit the button at the right time. This cursor will sort of fly all over this picture of an animated zombie. And if you hit the button when the curse is on the zombie it shoots him and kills him which we've actually seen this in real arcade machines haven't we Brent where you do the,
1: Absolutely, Jurassic yeah.
0: Park comes to mind is one where you it would it would do that where the curse would fly around the screen in, in, in the DMD uh once you do that it's time to actually get into the game now you're going to find on these machines that they're sort of the same old same old for a lot of them in terms of what you see you've got a lot of zombies and creatures just wandering around on the playfield like idiots I mean, they don't really do anything. I couldn't. They don't like attack. I mean, they don't actually do anything to you, the player, that I could tell after playing these. They just sort of stagger around like idiots, and you sort of smash them. And when your pinball goes through them, there's a little, there's a blotch of blood where you where you ran them over.
1: Well, if you if you go into them fast, you'll just smear right yeah, through. Yeah, but they them. come back. But if you if the ball hits them slow, they'll actually. Are yeah, objects yeah. They, and you'll the ball. One thing the about these zombies: if you're like, "Man, I'm gonna clear
0: these suckers out," you're not. They never stop coming. It's as zombie mania, has run a while. So when you uh, when you play this particular table, it's just a pretty. It's a pretty decent table. It's but it's sort of generic. Uh, you'll notice that on all these tables, one of the big gameplay mechanics is spelling words by hitting certain targets or hitting certain holes. And they since they're multi-leveled, uh, when the ball starts out at the top, if, you, if it gets past your flippers up there, then it goes sort of the second part of the pinball machine, the middle part. And you've got a couple of flippers there. And if it gets past that, you're at the bottom part. And if it gets past that, you've lost the ball. It sounds like it'd be hard for that to happen, but it's not. Uh, it, it's actually not that hard at all because the, you know it's the way it's set up. I noticed that this game had really large out lanes, and so that that was there was a lot of out lane action, a wandering. Uh, it it was a decent table. Then you've got table number two, movement, uh, which is a, like you said a horrible name for a pinball table. Uh, this thing has sort of, at the top of this table, this sort of like this atomic, like an atom, this thing spinning kind of gimmick. Uh, and then you've it's a, yeah, it's a birthing. What's chamber. that? A bir a birthing chamber, it- sure. And then you've got a... uh, The one thing it also had was much like Haunted House in the arcade. It had a sub-level that you could get to with zombies like under the glass. That was pretty well done with flippers under there. But this game had one major... uh, I mean, this was my least favorite table by a long shot. And it's because it's got this gate at the bottom of the screen that closes up. And so when when you're at the bottom flippers, you've got like no distance to hit the ball up in front of you because there's this closed gate, and you can sort of whack it open, but it it takes forever, it's tough, and so you're effectively reduced to using the out lanes, the sides, to get the ball out of the bottom part of the table. When you get it out of there, the table becomes a lot more fun, but this was incredibly frustrating uh, on this level. Now, I do want to say one thing about this whole game, and especially this level, uh, our, and, and someone that's, I guess if you're a real big player of the House of the Dead series, you might recognize it. Because I've been told that the music for this, a lot of it came from House of the Dead too. The tune on this table is off the charts. i got to give the yeah. Game Boy credit. This sucker can play some tunes, man. I mean, it was yeah. killing this song. This song was one of the best songs I've ever heard in any game. It was awesome. You know, and it really made you want to play pinball. And it kept it was a driving beat. But it was kind of creepy. But it was, I mean, it was great. Great song. All the tables had good music. This table had super good music. Uh, and was, uh, was otherwise, it was not that my favorite. And it was strictly because of that stuff at the bottom. When you got the ball at to the top, it wasn't too bad. The last table, actually, at least it has a name, sort of like a real pinball machine, Cemetery. This is probably the best table. It's also, it's hard, but it's the best. Um, in this, on this table, your flippers are hands, which is weird. It's also got a gimmick that we love from the arcade, Brent. The head on the table. There's a zombie head stuck on the table that you can whack. There's, a, there's a rails around that you can actually spin the ball around. And eventually, when the ball slows down, it whacks the zombie and the zombie goes, UGH! Uh, this one also has the worms from Dune at the top. There's one big, huge Dune worm. And then there's three little sub doom worms that are like pop bumpers at the top yeah. that you whack, and, uh, and eventually the huge worm will spit out more zombies. And the zombies will, if you on all these levels, they sort of walk around like uh, uh, like in circles and stuff. They they don't do a whole lot, like I said, but they're 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 there. They're there to hit uh, all these. Le- all I said, all, but for the most part, these are like pretty much the same in terms of. How you how you approach them, uh, your spelling stuff, you're you uh, to get multi ball. You're you're also in this one. There's little heads you can hit as targets. Uh, you know it's pretty good. Also, I like the there's some there's some uh, bumpers in this that are chainsaws. Whenever you hit them, it sound make the chainsaw noise. I like that too. Now, if you get lucky enough in these games to go far enough, you get a boss battle. There are six. Did you get to play a boss battle, Brent? Several, yeah. yes. I played the boss, and I remember this guy from House of the Dead. It's the big, like, sort of mechanical idiot with the dumb little annoying flying jerk that would fly around going like... With the eh. little imp thing, yeah. And I, and I crushed this guy. When you go to a boss battle, the ball, you knock the ball through a tunnel. You come out, and it's this little, it's a little enclosed room, and you, it's just your flippers, the bad guy, and you try not to let the ball pass underneath the flippers. I didn't find the boss battle, and I've read all these are the same, by the way. I heard the bosses are... Six bosses, I only saw the one. I saw them twice. But you just whack them with the ball until they die. And that was like, you kill... In this case, I killed the big zombie guy, the big robot guy, and then I beat up the little annoying guy. And then you win, and you get points. That's pretty much all there is to it. Um, the uh, all, Like I said, all these things have cool, have cool sound... But you know, there, there. I would say uh, the tables. If I'm looking at these from like a playability scale, I'd say I like the third one the best. The se- the first one, the second best, and then the middle one uh, is is the dirt worst. The movement and and just strictly because of the uh, uh, because of that gate. Did you have a your preference on these tables?
1: I did, and I actually I ranked them in did the same you? order. I think I got a little farther than you did on most yeah. of the tables. Uh, for example, on that. On the table, we like the most yeah. cemetery. If you whack that bottom head enough and spell die enough times, the the playfield opens up like an open chest, and and a head is in the it comes up, and you can whack the head over a new head Pretty over good. and over. Um, in the in uh movement, uh, its gimmick is it has a cyclone ramp at the top where you can go and it just spins around and around until it loses momentum and falls back down and that grows a baby. Uh it, it, you're growing babies on Yeah, that I, I did get that far, it, yeah. And <clears throat> when that thing comes out, you know, you, that's where you, how you get your boss battle on that. And then the first one uh really the 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 clock faces, I guess is the focus of the table, but it's not the important part. The important part's all yeah. at the top. When you are whacking different zombies until you can open up the boss room, uh, it's nice that all of these have themes. Uh, you know, the, all the 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 tables have stories, and they have things objectives to do. So it's not just scoring points; you're trying to make yeah. things happen. Lots of targeting. Um, the issue I have with this game it, it is is twofold. First off, I don't like pinball machines like this. I don't like scrolling pinball machines. So going in, for me, this thing was at a pretty big disadvantage. Uh, if For my video pinball, I like it when you just have one screen, or at most, uh, you have one set of flippers that scrolls. I hate the multi-layer. And, I mean, it's video pinball. Tons of yeah. them do it. And it's not that this one did that aspect of it bad. I just don't like that type of game. What really killed this game for me, though, Aaron, it really killed it bad, was the physics are the absolute dirt worst. It is not uncommon that you will flip something, and the ball will get right to the edge of a ramp or something, and the ball will actually start to come back down, but the game will decide that you made it far enough, and you'll then go up the ramp. So you'll do... uh, full 180 and just start going up the ramp i hate that kind of garbage it's bad and it shouldn't be done it's it, it's you're ah, not you're not wrong you can't do that in a pinball well, machine i noticed that it usually had that sort of thing
0: i thought the ball physics were good until and they were good until they would you would get to a area that was a uh that was sort of a a segment of the table like, like you said, the uh, the perfect example are the rails that go around the human head or the zombie head. When you go, if you touch mm-hmm. that lower ramp, you're going to go up it no matter how hard you hit the ball. And and then yes. now, you may not go around it 10 times. It may only limp around one time, but it's not smooth. Uh, I, I mean, listen, I, we both grew up playing like pinball fantasies and pinball dreams and stuff like that. And one thing that they did in those games, and it was they got the ball movement pretty much dead on, and it kept getting better, epic pinball and stuff. This game's got the movement pretty well down until you get into like one of those features. For whatever reason, it reminded me of like uh, uh, one of those games that have a cutscene as part of the gameplay. It's just going to happen, <clears throat> and, it, and no matter yeah. what you do. Uh, I, yeah, that was, that was a, uh, a, 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 that was a problem. And it, it did it on every, every field had one of those and it did it yes. on every field. And I mean, I don't think it's a game breaker. I mean, it didn't, I didn't like hate the game for it, but I absolutely noticed it. Uh, one of the things that I, uh, I'm not the biggest, uh, zombie guy, you know? So the play, I'm sort of like a beautiful play field. <clears throat> These aren't beautiful. They're, 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 they're themed properly, you know what I'm saying? They're not, but they're not, like, they're not attractive to look at for a long period of time. And so, I, I I will say that after a while, I just sort of got tired of the whole zombie thing on every board. That's the good thing about a package of pinball that has, like, multiple tables. If you don't like the the one about the game show, you can play the one about the, the carnival, you know what I mean? This one, they're all right. zombie Of course, that's what you're getting. That's what it says on the box, so, you know... I can't. I can't say too much about it, but I listen. You you do get multi ball. You do get when you when you hit the skill shot, you'll get some sort of prize. It could be a point prize. Yeah. It could be like a, a, a longer freeze on your uh, ball on your ball saved. You know, it's got. I mean, the I will say I don't know if I played long enough. I know I didn't to understand all the rules of the table, and I couldn't find like a. a, a a comprehensive set of rules, uh, for, you know, documentation for the game, and I looked, you know, and I wonder how deep these tables are aside from spelling out the stuff, you know.
1: Well, the game gives you a tutorial before if you load up the table and then don't hit yeah. anything, the game will actually give you a fairly comprehensive really? detail I into that. what's I'm, going I'm glad on. you mentioned it. Did it help? Um. It. it <sighs> I mean, it basically tells you uh, how to get the bosses and uh, uh, huge objectives on the table. Like, it, it's okay. The, it, it's very slow yeah. to explain what's going on because it only explains it two or three lines of text yeah. at a time. And it kind of just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, so I only sat through that's still one a nice, of them. That's a nice uh, touch. It is. This is a type of game... I. First of all, let me say, I don't think you should go out and buy this game. Uh, I I, I don't even think you should go out and emulate this game. If an emulator's already running and this is going there, fine, give it a spin. Because it's not horrible. And it is... It has enough going on that you can find entertainment in it, okay? You can go and... and, uh, I guess... You can play it over and over and over and get better and find new things to unlock. Uh, But the presentation is just not strong enough for me to come back to this ever.
0: I, I, I liked it a little more than you. I could absolutely play it more. But, I mean, the thing is, would I play this over other pinball machines that were available in the GBA of the same quality? Probably not. Truth be told, because I, I just because the theming's not that great. I will say I, I love the music. I love the music a lot. The sound effects are hit and miss. I thought the boss battles, I only had the two, and but they were pretty kind of lame, and I've read that they have... That's pretty Very much the, lame. That's the long and short of it. They're lame boss battles. Um, <clears throat> this thing... Did we get some user reviews we we on this We sound? got user reviews. Uh, I'll go over that. I guess I should go to the actual reviews real quick. So, this, I, you know, it's funny when you... When you do all these obscure systems, uh, it's hard to find reviews. This thing I had reviews coming out the yin yang. So, well, yeah, so, so that's get, the GBA. Get this, Brent, um, the uh, uh, this game received the Editor's Choice for Game Zone. Um, this this also was uh, uh, included in the. Uh, it was ranked at one thirty seven in Nintendo Power's list of the top 200 best games of all time of all time yeah no, that i give me a you break. it was uh this it was also listed as one of the best game uh a game boy advanced games by the den of geek so th- this game has it was pretty highly touted i'll go over some of the scores here uh the metacritic score on this thing is 79 out of 100 where that's where they accumulate a bunch of critic scores so that's around the 80 percent there. pretty good um EGM gave this 6.6 6 out of 10. Game Informer gave it 9 out of 10. Game Pro 4.5 out of 5. GameSpot 8 out of 10. GameSpot 3 out of 5. Game Zone 9 out of 10. IGE 8 out of 10. And Nintendo Power 4 out of 5. Huge scores for this game. So, you know, it's funny because I'm, I'm going to go over these Discord scores. And I knew. That people were killing me for picking this. I didn't know. I thought, and they, and they, and they were killing this game. And I, th- I was like, man, this, this game's not that bad. Well, some people didn't like it. As I'll as I'll go over here, let me scroll over to some scores here. So, <clears throat> let's go with uh, John Boat of Carshalor. He writes, "I've never been a big fan of the adventure pinball genre, and I pre- and I prefer my computer game pinball to be mostly reproducible uh, in real life. Pinball of the Dead is the worst of the bunch." Because not only is it your typical zombified, drab, brown, and green everything, but the game is incredibly easy and therefore boring. He thought it was easy, Brent. Um, it wasn't well, I mean, hard. I didn't think it was that I mean, easy. I keep the ball up. Uh, bosses pose no threat to the player at all, and, the, and, the, and lumber about the stage like a bad hybrid boss. He had to get that in there. He always has to get in a kick against the Amiga. Avoid this one and play Pinball Advance, a Euro-only release. Instead, his ranking below average. Uh, our good buddy Graham W. Vebke writes: the graphics are ugly, the gameplay is okay, but the floating ball physics—what makes or breaks pinballs—is just not great. The sound is also not that great, yet it's the best part. It was probably a technical fest, feat when first released, but with three sim- very similar tables, it offers no replay value. Break the cartridge. Three out of ten. My God, break the cartridge? That's a bit harsh, I think, from Graham. Graham's usually he's such a gentle soul, but not this time around. So, Brent, not a ton of love for uh, Pinball of the Dead. I, I have to say I liked it more than I think everyone else. I don't mind these sorts of games. Like I said, I've played a lot of uh, Metroid Pinball and a lot of uh, um, Alien Crush. I'm a real big fan of Devil's Crush, which, you know, the two turbo Graphics games. I don't know if you've played those much, but they're both a lot of fun. They're both that same sort of scrolling, uh, you know, tops to the bottom screen motif. They can be a lot of fun if you get into them. But I will say, much like John, Mm -hmm. I prefer my pinball games to be like... Actually, I really prefer actual, legitimate games from the arcade. Uh, But that's just me. So, that's a big, I guess, a big thumbs-down for Pinball of the Dead. Now, Brent, you... Uh, sort of went a completely different ra- uh, route for me. What do you got this week? And I'd say i would never heard of this.
1: Yeah, I was looking for pinball machine or pinball machines. I was looking for GBA games that I hadn't personally played, and uh, I was flipping flipping through a list of kind of forgotten games or games that were uh, uh, you know passed over in the day, and I came across Ninja Five O. Or the PAL name, which I think is actually better, Ninja Cop. No, Ninja Five O. And is Ninja good. Cop, Ninja Cop, uh, developed by Hudson Soft, so huge company, published by Konami, also huge company. Both Japanese companies. Game never released in Japan. It had an uh, an April two thousand release, uh, two thousand three release in both NA and EU. Never released in Japan. Uh, In Ninja Cop, you play as Joe, uh, you play as Joe, (laughs) and you are a ninja cop, and you have to go through and stop terrorist group, and, and, uh, defeat people, and rescue all the hostages, so you just in there being a ninja cop, actual ninja cop. Uh, I was shocked, shocked. At this game. Uh, so let's go through a little bit of what a ninja cop can do. Uh, when you first start out, it just kind of plops you into the game. It gives you some story. It gives you what you're doing. But it just puts you right in the action. So I was sitting there and I was like, okay, what does this button do? What does this button do? And the first button I pressed, boom, throwing star. Good old traditional ninja weapon. I was like, okay, okay. So I was like, uh, uh Hit the next button. I jumped. I was like, okay, that platformer. You know, you're gonna have that kind of thing. And then I hit the the left trigger, and he pulls out binoculars, and it allows you to scroll the screen around the level to kind of get an idea of what's going on. And this is all side 2D side-scrolling action. Uh, So I was looking around. I was like, okay, that's pretty neat. I see a bad guy over there, and you know, I'm a ninja cop, so I'm gonna have to take care of him. And then I hit the right trigger. Dude pulls out a katana, slashes it. I'm like, that's it. All of my ninja is here. Uh, So I start rolling around, and I'm beating up things, and I'm seeing platforms above me that I can't get to. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Because I went into this completely blind. I didn't watch any videos. I just jumped into it. And uh, it took me a second to realize that you have a Bonnie Commando style ninja rope that you can you you launch out and you uh, grab a hold of platforms and you can swing left and right and pull yourself up and lower yourself down, which adds so much mobility to the game. It's so crazy how the the it opens up so many possibilities, and that is when. I was just like, you know what? This is this is a game. It's almost like it's tailor designed for me. And it wasn't until much, much later, uh, talking about the controls, when I, I was just in panic. If you press A and B together, you actually do a special attack, which it's basically a a ninja magic uh that fills the screen with fire and then all your enemies die. Uh super awesome. So everything's there to be an awesome platformer you've got your mobility you've got your simple weapons you've got your you, you've got your range you've got your up close so i kill something and i get a power up right so now instead of throwing you know your your and your ninja stars you're throwing your try spread fire right big old fireballs shoot out in three directions Boom. It's like, oh, okay, this is great. And, and the enemies actually have like a little I'm on fire animation when they're going down everything else. And then I get another power-up. Well, first off, I, I get hit, and I lose that power-up. So it's one of those type of games, which I know is probably going to tick a lot of people off. If you, if you have a power-up and you get hit, you lose one level of your power-up. So I lost it, and I got it back, and then I got to my third power-up. And it's it's kind of a downgrade in a way because you don't shoot three at a time now. Now you just shoot lightning fast uh, shurukens in, in a uh, straight line that just will just cut through all enemies on the screen. You know, if you get a line of enemies, you can just hit them and all three of them will go down or however many there is. So those are your level of power ups in the game. So I, I'm now I'm super pumped because you've got uh, you, you know you've got your ranged attack, you've got your uh, up-close attack, and you you can power these things up, and you've got your special attack, and you've got your mobility. And uh, I'm like, man, the only thing you're really lacking is uh, uh, an air attack. I mean, you could throw your, your ninja stars in the air, and it works, but it's not great. And then I discovered you've got that too. If you use your sword while you're jumping, you'll do a spin attack and, and, and kill enemies that way. So it has literally everything, everything that makes a good platformer good. Only thing it needs now is interesting bosses and good stage design and something to do. <clears throat> and I find that the first thing I find is a, a, a key. And I see that the keys go from door to door. you know if you, you have to have the red key to unlock the red door. And all that kind of crap. So I see it's going to be kind of a he, a, a key hunter. I'm not a big fan of those. And if it was the only thing it had, I would kind of be disappointed. But it's not. It also has hostage situations where someone will have a human shield in front of them. And uh, you have to wait until they make an attack so you can counterattack and save the hostage. So it's literally... For me, this is like the total package. And while I haven't played all the way through it yet, I 100% guarantee I'm going to play all the way through this game. I'm going to play it multiple times. uh, Because it is just so much of what I look for in a platformer. Uh, And then I kind of went off and I I started doing a little bit of research and getting reviews and that kind of thing. And they say that the game is is terribly short. uh, Which... For GBA games is not surprising. Uh, it is something that uh, if you can play something for you know a, an hour, an hour and a half, and play through the game, that's really typical of the GBA era, uh, and that's about how long this game is. It, it's six stages in total, uh, it, but it does at least put you in fairly diverse environments for the six stages. Uh, you've got the first thing you come to is you can select either the bank, the harbor, or the airport. And uh, depending on what you pick, it kind of tells you what kind of enemy group you're going up to face and what kind of backgrounds you're working with. Uh, but the gameplay, for the most part, is the same everywhere. It, it's find the keys to open the doors to save all the hostages to get to the boss. Um I had a tremendous amount of fun playing this. Um, And like I said, I did a little more research. It does do one thing that I really hate. Uh, It does have multiple difficulties. And if you play on easy mode, then you cannot complete the game. It only allows you to play up to stage four. But if you play on normal mode or hard mode... It actually alters the game, which is so rare for games like this. It not only does it give you more enemies, which that's pretty common, but the key placement within the level actually changes. So it has a ton of replayability, uh, which I, I, in that sense, which I really, uh, I really like. Aaron, what did you think of this thing? Obviously, I love well, it.
0: Well, when you, what did you when think I about it? I saw the name of the game. Stupid I know, the had. name's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's an no. awesome name. And I thought to myself, what we got here is another Urban Yeti that Brent's dug up. And I loaded this thing up on the, of course, I'm playing these on my big old TV. I'll blow it up. And I, when I played uh, Pinball of the Dead, I mean, it's kind of crunchy looking on the big TV. This thing plays, this was awesome. It looks, it looks good on the big TV. <laughs> This game is the bomb. It's a is little the bomb. Pixely,
1: but yeah, it gets the job done. I loved done. it.
0: I love this game. Uh, the You've got your ninja there. It's got these little cutscenes that introduce the missions. It tells you what you've got to do. And you, there's no baloney. You just get in there and go to work. Uh, your ninja, he's got tons of moves, man. And you learn them as you play. You know, like when you first start having to do that gimmick where you take the chain and swing up and, and swing up onto a ramp. Like, I, it took me a good while to learn how to do that. But once you get it, you're in pretty good shape. The uh, uh, I, lo- I love the fact that you get these power-ups. And when you get certain power-ups, like, your outfit changes. And you're right, when you lose, it, it sucks when you lose them. But it's still kind of cool. Uh, I will say things happened in the game that surprised me. Like, at the start of, like, the second or third level, you know, I'm bebopping along, and there's a giant robot shooting mortars at me. I was like, whoa! Yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Huge
1: sprite on that yeah. thing too. Huge
0: the, sprite. Uh, the uh, um, the rescuing the hostage thing's cool because they've got the hostage, and you've got to wait until they shoot at you, and then you get to you try to black you know whack them. It's pretty fun. I've killed. And you could kill the hostage, you know, and you sh- and you yes. can even complete the level by killing hostages, but you know you don't get the you don't get the the point you know the points for it. Um, I like, I like the, uh, the level design really clever. Something else you, that I love with the Ninja, like there's some, there's a section of like the third level. I think we have to crawl through a bunch of like really tight areas and I, it, you're, you're crawling along like a doofus and then, but if you hit the button, your Ninja can slide crawl it looks so cool. Yes. I was like, oh yeah. So even when you have to go into a tight spot, you can, you can look cool. The ninja moves real well, man. I, the bad guys all are cool looking. Uh, there's a diverse group of bad guys. I like that. The, uh, the The game is mostly consists of going through these doors, so it sort of had almost like a... It almost reminded me of elevator action in a way where you're going up on these ledges, going through these doors. The doors are just... They lead to other places. One of the annoying things is when they put a door at a level that you've got to swing off of, I, so a lot of times I would just go back in the door accidentally. That happened to me a lot. Uh, where You know I'm saying? Did you ever have that happen where you would just...
1: I, I did have it once, but I kind of figured out what I was, you know, the timing yeah. on everything. Uh, but it is certainly a possibility. Joe the like when you have a, a, a game that only has uh four buttons and then your four directionals, you do run out of buttons when you're trying to put this much mobility yeah. into a uh, game.
0: Joe the Ninja doesn't have what I would call... A, it, <laughs> he does not have a robust hit point allotment. Like, you can get killed...
1: I think you it's fair. You can get killed
0: quick once you get past, the, like, the flunky levels. You can go out and get smashed. Uh, I like the yes. fact that you can pick where you want to go at the beginning of the game. Uh, the, with, you've got three choices, and the top, the second and third choices are harder than the first one. I tried all of them. I believe it's uh, – I know there's an airport in there. I think there's one that's, like, a bank, and I don't remember what the other one is. Uh,
1: yeah, you've got – The stage names are uh, Airport. You've got Bank Harbor Harbor. Airport. That's it, Harbor. And then the second set is Cave Base and Launch Site. I didn't even get to
0: go to those.
1: Uh, But this game, I don't think.
0: I think it's pretty hard. uh, But I also think it's uh, if you're good enough, you can get past this stuff. This is one of those games where someone that's good at, like I say, a Strider or a Ninja Gaiden, those type of guys, you know, those. This would be right up their alley. But, man, the amount of diversity that the ninjas got, uh, you know, I, I guess once I've played this game and looked into it, I guess this game has gotten a rep for being real good, you know, or, or very prized, you know. But I'd never heard of it. I mean, ever. And I don't know how well it did. I was surprised this didn't get a release in Japan. This seems like something...
1: Well, let me tell you the, a little bit of a story oh, yeah? on that. Uh, like I said, this released in 2003, and I don't think a Japanese port was ever even in the works. Um, but it came out, it got great reviews, right? All the magazines loved it. I mean, there were eights, eights and above for pretty much all the major uh, outlets. And it's got a Metacritic of 82 out of 100 on the reviewer side. Uh, so it reviewed well. Uh, but it was up against uh, Golden Sun, The Lost Age. Which was a huge game on the Game Boy, uh, and it's tough to push Ninja Five O as a serious game. I feel I think the name now Ninja Cop is better, but I think uh, I think that puts it in a bad light. I think if they would have went with a better name, I think if the packaging on this is actually pretty yeah. decent, but I think the name is such a put off. And it was going up against some other really big games that were releasing at the time. That commercially, it was a failure, and because of that, the game is tremendously rare uh, right now. A loose cart of the game, you know, just the game itself, two hundred bucks. If you've got the game in the box, five hundred bucks, and if you've still got this game in the shrink. $735. bucks. It is said to be the most sought-after handheld game uh, of all. Of all systems. This is supposed to be one of the most sought-after handheld is, is games. Is that how
0: you heard of this game? Commercial way, really.
1: No, I, I, just, I just, you know, I was looking at a list of overlooked games, kind of hidden gems on the system, and that's what got me to pick it. And then after I did more looking into it, Uh, uh, you know, after this was, I did all my research after it already picked the game and said I was going to play it. Did this, so it reviewed pretty well? Reviewed great. Yeah.
0: Well, I have to say it was a real, I have to say this was a, I'd never heard of this one. And you know, I'm not a, a, the biggest GBA guy, like I said, but I mean, if there's a lot of games in there like this, man, I can see why it was popular. This was a a tremendous game. I really enjoyed it. Um, we got a, a, a few, a few, uh, reviews on this one. Discord reviews, if you will, um, but the boat writes. Ninja Five O is an updated version of Rolling Thunder. Did you get that feeling when you played this?
1: Absolutely not. I have no idea where they. T- I don't know where he's getting that Anyway,
0: from. Ninja Five O is an updated version of Rolling Thunder with more d- with a more dynamic protagonist that has a full arsenal of ninja-related moves and weapons. Not only can you do normal ninja things like throw shurikens and stab dudes, but when I discovered that you have a Bionic uh, Commando-style ninja rope, I squealed with glee. He probably did. This game was one pleasant surprise after another. The only downside is the repetitive music. This is a must-play if you're a fan of Rolling Thunder, Symphony of the Night, or any of the other GBA Castlevania games. And more recent, The Last Ninja, a true hidden platformer gem rated above average by Boat. Uh, that's oh his system has changed. We got Graham uh, chiming in. Uh, this game reminds me of Bonnet Commando Cross with Phantom 2040. There's a show I haven't thought about for a while. Yet it is... <laughs> yet it's just not something I want to play. Yes, I know it's a well-loved GBA game in the community and some call it a hidden gem, but Joe being a ninja and a cop, let's be honest, is not that great. The What? <laughs> the controls are quite frustrating on normal level. Playing this on the GBA... Player with a GameCube controller does not improve it, but it does improve it, but you still die and die and die. It looks nice and sounds are good, yet repetitive. It relies too much on grappling hook mechanic. But why play this when there's Metroid Zero Mission, Astro Boy, the Omega Factor, or Castlevania Area of Sorrow on the same system? Even Drill Dozer is better, 6 out of 10. Graham 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 was on fire this week uh i'll have to say uh branny I-, I liked it now i haven't played uh drill dozer or, or sorrow of aria and stuff all i can judge it on is what it was i like the name because i like campy garbage uh, it does have a rolling thunder feel to me uh, i have to say or elevator action 2 i'll even go there
1: yeah, Elevator
0: Action Returns. Yeah, I, uh, that I would agree uh, on. I like this game. Uh, and I think you're right. Your assessment of the name causing the game to have problems. Uh, but I like I thought the name was funny, <laughs> personally. Also, I like the if a ninja on the police force. Listen, man. Let me explain this to people, right? About having a ninja. Ninja. Okay. Cop, the ninja, ninja cop. The ninja. You know, you all. You don't bring in the ninja policeman whenever it's time to, uh, to have a crossing guard. You know, or like a guy out. Th- this guy comes in when you got hostages. This thing's full of hostages. Who are you gonna send in? The beat cop? No, we've got a ninja on staff. <laughs> send in Joe the ninja. And I also like the fact that Joe's just an average cop. I work with cops. I can see Joe getting dressed <laughs> with the in the cop locker, and they're they're all eating and telling all and telling dirty jokes to each other. And then everyone else puts on their cop suit, and Joe puts on his ninja suit. He's got to go do some high-level ninja crap. Have you ever seen a movie? You've got these specialized guys. They're John Wick and all these suckers. They're basically ninjas. That's what this guy is. If every police force had a ninja, we'd be laughing. That'd be the end of crime. And Joe has license to kill. He kills hundreds of people in this. They're deadly. They've got hostages. You have to <laughs> drop the hammer on these suckers. If we had more cop ninjas, be There is be much hammer dropping. That's very
1: That's true. That's the way I look
0: at it. You know what else we need to drop the hammer on, Brent? The What's wheel. That? We're going to drop the hammer on this oh. sucker. Tell them what we added this week, Brent.
1: I believe, since we just had to fill in the Retro Rewind, that we slid a little original Xbox action right into that now, Retro Rewind before hole. Before we spin the wheel, I want
0: everyone to know that the Xbox, are at least one of our least favorite episodes of all time, was the original Xbox. Yeah. And since we're on a roll, we need to grind this thing to a screeching halt. Here we go. Are you ready, Brent?
1: I am, let's do
0: it. Weak spin. Uh oh. Oh no, Brent. Oh no. Oh!
1: Oh my goodness, it's time for a little bit it's of chat choice. chat
0: choice, Brent. Now you know how we we used to do this a different way, but now we do it on the fly right here in the chat room. You lucky few that are in the chat today. We need you to come up with next week's game, a consensus vote. Next week's a, a subject matter—it can be anything you want, but we gotta have it. So, if you are in the chat room right now, and we've got—we do have a robust chat room going on here, Brent, I believe. Okay. We, we need you people to give us a topic, and we'll screw around while while you uh, talk about it. Now, Brent, you know, while we're waiting for them to come to a consensus, <laughs> I want to go ahead and plug something. You see what I'm wearing here, Brent? There it is. It's the Coco Show that myself and Boat are hosts of. We are having a contest to give away this. Here it is. It's Gunstar. Gunstar. The new game for the Clark Computer 3. Now, I know what you're thinking. But Aaron, Amigo Aaron, I don't have a Clark Computer 3. Go get one. But if you don't, you can play this on emulation. This is the newest game uh, from our good buddy nicholas Marentes. he's done some fine work uh included on this disc are also a lot of his other works including updated versions of donut dilemma these all play on the uh vcc emulator for the coco this is a tremendous game brent tremendous game and we're giving this away why would we do that it's love it's love plus an ul- ulterior motive too to be entered to win this game you have to do one simple thing Go to iTunes, leave the Coco Show a review—good, bad, or indifferent. If you want to bury us, you can still win. Uh, we have no rules, uh, but if you will go and drop an iTunes review for the Coco Show, you are entered to win Gun Star, uh, and you will uh, also be doing us a favor. Those reviews help our show be heard and seen by more people. Uh, Since Apple has a grip on the podcast industry, they rule it like kings, Brent. Uh, So, we would appreciate it. And also, uh, while you're there, if you feel like creeping over to uh, ARG or the Amigos or any of our other shows, uh, 1200XL, R. Sinclair, drop us a review. We love getting those iTunes reviews, and uh, we would appreciate it, uh, Brenty. Now, uh, let's talk about... You know, I don't like to toot our own horn, Brent. I, I very seldom toot it. But there was a milestone for ARG. We actually hit the charts in the UK uh, last month. It was stunning, a stunning uh, uh, first appearance on the UK uh, podcast charts, video game charts. We've been hitting the charts in the Netherlands for a while, but we actually finally hit the UK charts, and we appreciate that. Uh, our last two months have been easily the most successful we've had on this show. Uh, last week's yeah. show is already in our top 10 uh, shows of all times list and it was only about a week uh, so we are we are having a lot it. of success so it's time to it's time to cave that in with a chat choice let's see.
1: okay Aaron I, I'm going I need you I I have a list in my mind yeah. okay I need you to pick a number. Okay. Between one to ten, and after you pick that number, I'm going to tell you what we're I've doing. I've got the
0: number in my head right now. Okay go,
1: ahead. okay, go ahead and pick it.
0: The original four horsemen. Four.
1: Okay. Four puts us at games where you play as the bad guy. Games
0: where you're the heel. This was a this That's was a it. chat suggestion. I like yes. it.
1: I, now, I did have to filter out some suggestions, uh, like Burger Time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's the smarty? My, my Who's the smarty? I like that one.
1: Solely on Burger Time. <laughs> uh, but we had some awesome suggestions. We're going to have to get some pieces made of this stuff. Uh, we had the the Tom X Sinclair 1000, right. uh, Tower Defense Games, Games with Elephants. <laughs> uh <laughs> Spaceship games. Games without elephants, which I believe would be a much broader topic. Uh, (laughs) Games where you play as a duck. Uh, Any game from the Hit Squad re-release series. Uh, Games where you play as a gumshoe, you know, detective. Robot games. Um, Games that were released in German but not English. That might be tough for us. Games focusing on programming like Robot Odyssey and Carnage Heart, FMV games, C sixty four, DOS booter games. I mean, the list just goes on and on. There was no
0: consensus. You just had to pick a game from that list.
1: That's right. They
0: were all over the charts.
1: But we love that because that's right there, man. That's new pie pieces. By the way, DOS booter.
0: I've I've been I've been pushing that one for a while. So, I like that. I like, hey, those are all great. First of all, it's nice that we have enough people in chat to make that many different choices. Although,
1: I would do question we the got, we got Games a, Without we got Elephants. <laughs> <boo>. for, <laughs> we got a big boo from, uh, from the chat for not picking Burger Time Listen, games. <laughs> I know who
0: that's from. We did Burger <laughs> Time. Just go back and watch that episode, it was an, amongst the least watched episodes of our show. So there you go. Brent, we better take. You know, I don't know if people have noticed, but it's raining here at Amigo Studios, and the uh, reverberating doom is. I'm trying to keep it at a minimum, but we're, we're tempting fate, so we better get out of here quick. So next week, Brent, tell them, what, what are we
1: playing again? We are playing games where you are the games bad where guy. You're the heel.
0: I like that, Brent, That's because right. I'm a natural baby face, but sometimes I like to get nasty. So that'd be fun. Uh, hey, thanks <laughs> Thank for joining us, everyone. You, uh, we record live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like I said earlier, if you get a chance to hit us up on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. Uh, we are on anchor.fm. All of our shows. Go back and hit the back catalog up uh, and uh, see. There's gotta be something in there you like when you say there's gotta be something in there. I suggest there's a lot in uh, there. I suggest the uh, Action Max. For example, as one of the all-time great episodes, in my opinion, <laughs> I know you hated that one. Plus, it's we've the, the one that I've got a permanent copyright strike against because I had to put "I want action tonight" at the end of the credits, and I got in trouble for that. <laughs> uh, any parting
1: thoughts, Brandy, before we take it home? Uh, I just want to mention that we are doing a a special closing thing uh, for our Anchor FM uh, uh, sponsors. Uh, if you want to be a supporter on that and get added to the uh, end card fund, you know, you can go to anchor.fm slash ARG dash presents and uh, sign up, be a supporter. Uh, I think you can give us little as a dollar or, you know, as much as you want. 10 million. And we uh, uh, will add you to the end card as a little special thank you. So on that note, we
0: bid you all fine to do. And until next week, Go kill zombies!
1: ARG would like to take a moment to thank our Anchor.fm supporters. Anthony Jarvis, John Schaller, and Terry Howard. Would you like to become an Anchor.fm supporter and help keep ARG spinning? You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash ARG presents. We'd also like to say hello to all of our podcast listeners and a special thank you to all of our Twitch stream watchers and our YouTube subscribers. ARG presents where we spin that crazy wheel and make that wacky deal every single week.